those who provide internet service, last mile service, have been saying is, oh, leave us alone, leave us alone. And what we did was we said, wait a minute. There is a basic responsibility that people who are providing internet service have to make sure that consumers have unfettered access to the content they want to go to on the web and that those who are creating content have unfettered access to to consumers. consumers. And that's some basic things. There should be no blocking. You should not be able to say, you can get through when you can't. There should be no throttling. You shouldn't be able to say, well, your service, I'm going to not allow to go as fast as another service. There should be no paid prioritization. You shouldn't be able to say, well, you're a fast lane, you're a slow lane because you're paying me more. And, and then what you need to have in place is, I think, the thing that they're really most concerned about, and that is you need to have a referee on the field. You know, we were talking about Woody Hayes and Urban Meyer a minute right. ago. You need to have a set of rules that say, is this just and reasonable? And you need to have somebody who can throw the flag if it, if it isn't. We don't know what the internet is going to become five years from now. I mean, think back five years, we, you know, and where we are today. You had no idea it would end up today. What we don't want to have happen as a regulatory agency is to thwart innovation. But at the same point in time, we don't want those who That's are... That's one of the arguments they make. But, but, but the other part is we don't want people who are running the networks to have to be the ones who provide permission for innovators and entrepreneurs to provide new services. So it's the concept of permissionless innovation and making sure that there is somebody to say, does this make sense? Is okay, this just a reason? Their argument is that you inhibit innovation. That's where they... Yeah, but I think that the, that is easily refuted by you look at the tremendous growth and in investment that has taken place in, uh, in entrepreneurial activities since we put the rules in place. You look at how the industry, the, 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 the cable industry, the telephone industry, the wireless industry have unprecedented levels of investment since we put the, the rules in place. I mean, the... The, the, the network itself is growing and those who serve the network is growing. Since we so put if you the make rules. a huge capital investment to provide the fastest Internet service somewhere, uh, you can do you, you now simply have to make that available to everybody. Correct. When John Oliver was on this program, <laughs> you, you, uh, he talked about the story of someone with your experience becoming the FCC chairman. You have said that experience provided you with all that was necessary to do a good job. Absolutely. He said, why would we let someone who's been trying to lobby the FCC become the person who chairs the FCC? Is that some inherent conflict? Well, I think that, uh, you know, if you, if you go yeah. back and you look, and, and you know, Charlie, I, I ran the Cable Television Association when it was an up-and-coming industry being uh, and, and fighting for its survival. I ran the cellular industry, um, you know, a dozen years ago when it was an entirely different business. I've started my own businesses. I've been a partner to venture capital firm helping start businesses. So I come to this job with an understanding of both business and policy and how it works with the people that we regulate. So I actually think I come with a leg up. What do you hope you accomplish while you're chairman of the FCC? You've addressed net neutrality. You've got some mergers you have addressed. At the core, it is competition. You know, I mean, the consumer's best friend is a competitive market. And our broadband market isn't as competitive as it 
could be. So uh, one of the reasons you have an open internet rule is to increase competition. Um, one of the reasons that we turned down the Comcast merger yeah. was to increase competition. Um, one of the reasons that we have encouraged, uh, we, we preempted states. So let me just, just one of the things that, the, that the, the big providers were doing was going to state legislatures and getting them to pass laws that prohibited cities from building a competitive product if their people wanted them to. And we said, no, that's anti-competitive. And so we preempted that. And, and, and we have a whole series of actions that are saying, how do we increase competition? You know, the, the joke around the commission is that my mantra is competition, 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 which is normally said as competition, competition, competition. And, um, and that's the goal that we're, we're working on. So let me just jump ahead to some mergers then. I mean, so the Comcast merger you said does not increase competition. Right. If those two giants get together, Time Warner.